Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off 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 the Record. Off the Record. Off the Record. Welcome back again to the podcast. This is Off the Record with myself, Jamie Hartley. We've got two guests who you, if you are a regular to the show, you will already know them by now. But to my left, we've got DJ Lawrence James. Hello, back again. And to my right, we've got Danny James. Hi. Right, so this week's episode, we're going to get straight into it. We're talking about music in the DJ industry. Now, obviously, all DJs need music because that's what we're playing to the audience. But there's a lot of places we can get music from now. So there's so many different sources and there's a big shift in the industry at the moment with streaming partners now getting involved in the DJ industry and how that might affect or impact the industry and the user as well and how it works. Um, So we're going to just have an open conversation about that as well as some tips on if you are a new DJ out there, whether, you know, where you can get some some music from and, yeah. and where we get our music from, etc., etc. So, first of all, before we get fully stuck in, any quick news from any of you from this week? Anything you want to share with the audience? I know, actually, Danny, you've got some good news from last night. I do, yeah. So, I made, um, last week, I made an edit under my alias and put it out yesterday as a free download. And then I woke up this morning and saw that it had been played at the closing parties of Amnesia and Ibiza. Jeez. Yeah. Shout out to James Hype. Wait, have we yeah, got James some? Hype. We've got some applause. Outside James Hype. Do you want to just shout? Because obviously that's a, a free download, isn't it? So do you want to just give it a little plug? Yeah, so uh, my SoundCloud is soundcloud.com forward slash hoodgroove music. Hoodgroove. And uh, yep, it's free download. It's called called? Madonna Club Tool. And yeah, you can grab it there. It's an edit of Madonna's, Uh, is it called Dance? No, it's called Music. It's called Music. Madonna music makes the people come Classic together. Classic music does make the people come together. Yeah, yep. and then uh, great yeah. hook. Shout out so. James Hype as well for playing it. Yeah, big ups. Yeah. Um, any news from yourself? No, this Lawrence? is this is like my down. Took a couple of weeks because in two weeks freshers um, in the UK starts, which is where all the students come back. So that's when it goes crazy busy. So I'm trying to keep nice. um, a bit more chill for the next couple of weeks until it goes a bit crazy. So. Nice. Okay, yeah, so let's get stuck time. into the topic. So music. First of all, before we get stuck into the whole streaming thing, w- let's talk about where we've got music in the past and nowadays where we source our music from as DJs. Um, either of you want to take take the, the Well, yes. Yeah, so, well, I mean, it's come a long way. When I started, obviously, I started on vinyls. So I'd used to go spend an afternoon in a vinyl shop, oh. spend about £150 a week in a vinyl shop, come home with a big box of vinyls, used to carry them to gigs and then went on to CDs, used to burn 50 CDs a week, put them in CD wallets, carry them around to clubs and then thank the Lord, it's become a lot easier to get music online Um, and now I use a selection of DJ pools which are subscription-based music pools. You pay subscription, you download music and you can play them out in clubs. Yep. So we're yeah. going to talk about record pools yep. uh, in depth soon. Danny, where where are you currently sourcing your music from? Um, currently, a lot of it is promo mailing lists. So yep. I don't use. Yep. I used to go um, when I first started. Um, I mean, not that I was like the same kind of age as you guys. So it's like I I'm so glad that I never had to carry around all those vinyls and CD wallets. <laughs> like Mate, it was not. Fun. I am very happy that I never had <laughs> to do that. Not fun. But um, yeah. So when I started, I was at that age where. Um, LimeWire 
So yeah. I used yep. to be that illegal downloader guy when I was like early teenager. Bear and share. Yeah. Bear yeah. share line wire. You just, yeah. What else was there? Before then was, there was Napster, Napster, but that was, that was, that was Napster. before. Yeah. yeah. I used yeah. to use one called Frostwire, I think it was right. called. But yep. Yep. yeah, so I was of that age where obviously when you're a kid, you don't have any money. Yeah. You've not got no income. So well, it's like, all, I got all your mates build, are doing. Yeah, yeah. All my friends are doing it. You've got to build a library somewhere. So that's how I started. Not saying that's the right thing to do. It's not at all. No. Um, but we didn't have the options back then that we do now. Uh, yeah. So as I started DJing out and, you know, earning a bit of money, and then I was like, right, okay, I've got to pay for these songs now. Yeah. So I was paying for all my music. I was buying it off iTunes, but then that quickly builds up to be a lot of money. Uh, then came across things like DJ City, yep. you know, like DJ Record Pools. Um, yep. Then got most of my music from there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, uh, there's a quick one on like mailing lists. Like, yeah. I'm on a few mailing lists and that. The thing is, you have to have that time to go through the mailing yeah, list. Yeah, that's I mean, the only downside, yeah. The good thing about DJ pools, which we'll go into obviously a bit more, is, you know, the song titles, and you, they, 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 there's a lot of songs that you know or recognise, and yeah. but obviously a lot of mailing list things are original music, and yep. you need to. it's a lot of searching, so you have to have yeah, the yeah. time and the energy yeah. to go through them, but they are great for original DJ sets, I've got a funny little story, actually, yeah, just thinking about mailing lists. So back when I first started, obviously, I was similar time to you, Lawrence, where... I'd be collecting a lot of records and I'd be buying records from local record shops, but also ordering them online as well because yeah. I started when Grime was huge in the UK and I used to order yeah. like Grime instrumentals and people used to MC over them in my bedroom. And yeah, that was that was me as a DJ. Yeah. Um, and But at that same time, there was a record shop called Crash Records in Leeds, which is still around still now. Right. It's still mm-hmm. an amazing record shop and it stood the test of time through the ups and downs of vinyl. Um, so fair play, big shout out to Crash Records. And but anyway, I used to go to that record shop to try and see. They'd only have a tiny little selection of anything that was relevant to me. But you just go, you knew where it was, and search through. But it was at the time when CDJs were were blowing up as well, Um, and the format was sort of shifting from vinyl to digital, as in CDJs and using CDs. And the person that used to work in that store was Darius Sarosin, yep. um, who's now a big, he's like a techno DJ, yeah, techno, you'll know yeah, that tech house, tech yeah. house DJ, yeah. DJ who plays big all over time. the world. But he used to work in Crash Records and that was his job before he was who he is now. Didn't he own it? Um, no, I don't think don't he does. No, 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 he worked <laughs> there. Yeah. He might have had shares and I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I knew he worked there. He worked downstairs in the basement. And anyway, he used to, because he was a DJ at the time and like obviously a working DJ, he used to get sent what back then were a mailing list, mail out, it'd be CDs from like yeah. Ministry of Sound yeah, or Head yeah. Candy. Um, I don't want to get him into any trouble here. And I'm <laughs> sure he won't get into any trouble. But he used to think, well, how can I earn a bit of extra money on the side? This is the music that I do not enjoy playing. It's rubbish, yeah. you know. So he'd sell them in a little box on, yeah. on the on the um, till. Yeah. And he'd sell them and you could flick through and there were like these fresh promos that had just yeah. been sent out. And obviously he probably wasn't meant to do that at the time, obviously. <laughs> but he's in this tiny little store in one yeah, town. Yeah. No one's going to know. So he's selling them for a couple of quid each. I don't know, five or for a CD. And you've yeah. got these latest releases on. So I used to go and try and get these fresh releases from Head Candy and Ministry of Sound from this little CD pack that he had on the till yeah, nice. um, and that was just like a little hack that I had I was like right yeah. I know where they are I'm going to keep I didn't going even, I, I used to go there every week I didn't even know about that yeah yeah <laughs> so um, yeah I used to I used to get some of the latest stuff that way um, probably illegal for him at the time but <laughs> I, I benefited from it because yeah, that was the kind of music that I was playing and I was playing more commercial music and yeah. popular music or remixes of popular music um, so yeah that, that worked quite well for me and that was the old school mailing list so I don't yeah. know if any Older DJs out there can remember getting sent CDs or even before then even getting sent white labels. Yeah. So that's where the, the term white label comes from yeah. is uh, they'll, they'll, they'll press a certain amount of music onto records yeah. and send it out to 
the most popular DJs. I was going to ask that actually. Didn't there used to be? I know there's the like the Crooklyn Clan thing. There was like, but back in the day, didn't that used to be like a a pull for like vinyl? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they 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 do like compilations of yeah. of stuff of tracks onto vinyl. So that was there was like club ready vinyl. Yeah, there's a lot of edits, yeah. So they'd be yeah. like they'd be like six or seven on one yeah, yeah. On, a, on a vinyl club ready mm. tracks. But yeah, essentially a, a compilation. But isn't yeah. that kind of what record? Po- and it's a good segue yeah. into record yeah. pulls. Isn't that what a lot of record pulls are doing? They're taking stuff like hip hop and R and B that maybe. Yeah. As, as the track stands by itself, yeah. isn't very easy to mix because it doesn't have much of an intro. Yeah. But they're yeah. building an intro out of the instrumental, adding yeah. 16 bars on the start, and then you've got now a club-ready yeah. version of the song. Is that kind of what was happening yeah. on the vinyl that, as that, well? That, that, well that, but that changed, that changed the way you DJ as well because, yeah. I mean, forever you used to spend ways of... Uh, you know, especially hip hop music and R&B, that there wouldn't be many tra- uh, uh, tracks with intros on. Yeah. So you would find would find ways of how to get them in, whether it be loops, whether it be scratching or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas now you can just, there's intros for every single track out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's made it a lot more accessible to be able to mix songs that weren't accessible to mix before, especially in that hip hop R&B kind of vibe. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get stuck into record pools. So what, what record pools are you guys using? Uh, I'm not using any now, but I used to be on DJ City. That was my main source of music back when I was DJing a lot. Um, I used to love it just for, like you say, those intro edits that, and in these you used to do some uh, some short edits as well. Like yeah, they're, they're they're the great ones. Yeah, I use yeah. DJ. I, I I like to swap like every th- few months. I go like from DJ City to BPM Supreme. Mm. Um, they're the two main ones. But yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the amount of edits on on there, like you said, the short edits. And yeah. You also be, find a be, lot of. Uh, whether it be lo- not not necessarily local producers, but producers well, say, maybe yeah. from the UK, people, and the con- people on- contribute to it, yeah. don't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and they can submit their tracks or their remixes to an email address, and if they decide to feature it, say on that record pool, then that that track's ultimately going out to a lot of the working yeah. DJs yeah. around the country or even around the world, and a lot of producers have even blown up from yeah. from releasing yeah, music definitely. through record pools. You know, it's a big way. Yeah. Um, that that happens. I know James Hype James is Hype, one yeah. of those. You know, is, is a staple person where he got so much recognition from DJs around the world yep. just from his edits that yep. went through record pools. So you find stuff on record pools. If you're a new DJ, you know, you find a lot of edits on record pools that you won't find. You won't be able to buy on iTunes because no. they are just unofficial remixes and yep. unofficial yep. edits, and that's where they live is is in record pools. Now, obviously, all the different record pools out there might lend a hand more to certain styles of music yeah. certain styles of dj um the three main ones i'd say are dj city like we've just mentioned bpm mm. supreme which i think is relatively new in terms of like yeah. popularity yep. and uh digital dj pool is another yeah. big one yeah. i think um i know that a lot of events djs and um, like corporate DJs, wedding DJs will use digital DJ pool because I think it's been around for so long. It's yep. got a lot of back catalogue on there. Yeah. You imagine the newer services, they maybe don't have as much bandwidth to, to host all this music. So, you know, that they, they might not yeah. have a whole back catalogue of music. Mm. So if you specifically they, want they to tend go to, and They get, tend to cycle them as well. Like, yeah. they'll, they'll only stay on there for like three months or yeah, something yeah. because yeah, they, exactly. they need the space. Yeah. So if you're thinking about signing up to a record pool, then do your research, obviously. Um, we're going to try to review some on our channel, on our YouTube channel. So keep an eye out for that. We'll be looking behind the scenes at some of them um, and what you can get on them and, and how, you know how much they are. But you, you're paying somewhere yeah. usually between what is it about twenty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars. There's different price brackets for yeah. them. Um, 
they're great for those intro edits like we said though right, yeah. if you are hip hop yeah. urban R&B DJ or playing pop music you definitely want to get on a record pool um, because if you are buying stuff from iTunes or Amazon or one of those sources you're going to be getting radio edits that yeah, don't yeah. necessarily have intros which isn't a bad thing like you mentioned you know you there figure out new ways to do it it's something we cover in our online courses as well is how to play radio edits and things but they're definitely useful signing up to record pools. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say all DJs that are working DJs should definitely be on at, at least, least one. one. At least one, yeah. At least one, yeah. Um, what about buying music? Do you guys spend feel like you spend a lot of music on individual tracks now, or did you uh, used to? Um, has streaming changed that? You know, have you found that now streaming's come about? You don't actually buy as much music anymore. I, I think I buy more music now, um, but that's only because, like I said, coming away from. Um, record pools that I the reason I did that is because I changed as a DJ you know I wasn't playing yeah. the music that was on these record pools anymore and after having these um these mailing lists that I was on uh you know you can request to wherever you're getting your music from that you, they change the your preferences basically so you yeah, can yeah. be like all right I want to receive more house more yeah you know different styles of house basically you can request what you want uh, so as they started to get better and better is when I moved away from that but obviously now if I don't get something on promo I'm finding myself like, oh, well, I've got that saved to my Spotify. So I'll find a lot of music there. But yep. then I'll, um, you know, jump to iTunes and go buy it or Beatport or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just while you mentioned mailing lists again, let's quickly, yeah. because people are probably thinking in the head right now, how do I get on a mailing list? Yeah. So how did how did you originally well, get on a mailing list? Um, I think I got approached by, it was a company called Your Army. And uh, basically, yep. they, they just kind of see, they I think they have a team that like scout for people who are like, working DJs. Um, then you usually get sent a form, uh, you have to fill it out, um, you know, basically just saying things like what nights you play out, where you play, what kind of music you play, um, just like a few general questions, really. Yeah. Um, so then you just fill that out and then they will subscribe you to a lot of stuff. Uh, then you can message them back, change your preferences a little bit, saying, oh, I want less of that. And when you actually get these record pull promos coming in, sorry, when you get these promos coming in, um, you have to fill out... Uh, like a feedback box, yeah, and just like say give it a um, rating, yeah. So give it like some sort of rating, saying, "Oh, I really like this tune, love the baseline, whatever." Uh, then there's also a button next to it saying, "Not for me." Yeah. Uh, then that yeah. just kind of tunes your recommendations a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But your army was the same for me. I, yeah. I remember. I think I actually got a message through on SoundCloud yeah. from someone who worked at the company, like, "Oh, are you interested in joining a mailing list?" Yeah. So you're getting lots of plays on SoundCloud and and you know and basically just sign up here and i was like okay cool and and then i started record I, I think i ended up then recommending a few other people i emailed the person back and like oh i've got another friend you know who found out about it that i was on a main list yeah. and wanted to be on it who was also a working dj and i just emailed like can this person sign up as well and it kind of became a bit of a word of mouth thing yeah um how about yourself well Lawrence? i well i'm on a lot of i like to seek out my producer friends um a lot of producers who make their own music, they will all have their emailing list to send yeah. out to all DJs. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to get uh, things specific to you because, um, you know, they're putting out um, things on a weekly basis, remixes, yeah. um, just, just this, this kind of your genre. If they're, if they're your friends and you listen yeah, to yeah, them and yeah. you ask for it, you know that um, it's going to be like good music for you to play. So yeah. Instead of, like I said earlier, when I'm on some mailing list, it's just sending you tons and tons of music that you never heard of. If it's one of your producer friends, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really good way to... So yeah, if you've got any um, friends who make music, ask them for their mailing list email. Get, yeah. uh, add, get them to add your email to their to their mailing list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you get So you get email, all their music. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of 
producers are doing it that way mm. now yep. as opposed to um you know putting it on maybe, maybe they've pulled back a little bit from putting it on dj pool so it's, it's a bit more personal yeah. um so yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. um yeah, ask your ask your producer friends to add them to your mailing list for sure. Nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mailing list. It's one of those ones that you kind of gotta feel your way through, try and find some opportunities. A bit of word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. There isn't really a specific place necessarily you can go and hit a link and sign up to yeah. some major ma- mailing lists. You know, but mm. it's one of those things that comes about the more you work as a DJ. Now the flip side of this, we, we, you know, we keep touching on it: streaming, streaming it's a big shift in the industry and there's been so many announcements in the last 12 months yep. where streaming platforms, things like Spotify, um, things like Tidal are jumping on and actually integrating directly within different DJ softwares, yep. mm-hmm. um, which this is a big move really. You know, if you think everyone nowadays will be signed up to one of the major streaming platforms, pretty much everyone has, has, access to one of them now i used to be on apple music and that's you know this is one of the the, the downsides to streaming is if you switch from one to another there are third-party services out there that will swap your playlist and things over i didn't which, know that yeah i didn't know that at the time when i, I swapped over that. so i switched to spotify yeah. not too long ago but i lost loads of playlists that i did really want to keep and yep. and it was just one of those things and that goes again for if they're integrated into dj softwares something first before you even sign up to any is how long are you going to stick with it and how easy is it to move if you decide to move because suddenly you might plan all these sets that are in playlists because the playlist might be integrated into the streaming software and then suddenly you're like actually i want i prefer that streaming software or it's cheaper or that's better for me and you either end up signing up to two or you have to switch across and potentially lose that preparation um there is still a lot of development going on in this side of the industry. So currently, where we stand, we have, at the time of recording this, we've got Serato DJ Pro and I think Serato DJ Lite can both stream Tidal and SoundCloud Go Plus. So SoundCloud Go Plus, it's, it's a paid service of SoundCloud. So you can't just sign up to SoundCloud as a free account and then suddenly integrate it into your new DJ yeah. software. You pay $9.99 a month and then you get access to a host of SoundCloud music and a host of official music that's that's on SoundCloud as well. I don't know if their library is really as extensive as things like Tidal or Spotify and things, mm. um, but that is one service. That's $9.99 a month. Tidal is the same, $9.99 a month. Um, however, you won't get those like unofficial remixes that are on SoundCloud potentially. Um you also have the option to pay $19.99 for lossless quality. So you can jump right. up in quality and play uncompressed formats. So if that makes no sense to you, what we've got is we've got compressed formats like MP3. Yep. And that's probably the most common for DJs. They play an MP3 file. And then you've got un- uncompressed formats, which popular ones are like WAV files. And these mean that there has been no alteration. It's not been compressed down um, into a smaller file. It's got all the... It sounds exactly how it's been yeah. produced. Yep. And I've got to say, I recently did a gig and I signed up for Tidal through Serato DJ. And I linked it into Serato DJ Pro and I signed up for the, the high quality one. And I got some of my tracks in my library that are 320, you know, MP3s. MP3. And I, I tested them side by side and it did sound a lot, really? a lot cleaner. Yeah. It sounded great. I mean, it was on a good sound system, so yeah. that helps. Yeah. Um, but if you're on a good sound system, that is something to bear in mind. Are, are you 
going to strictly just play high quality music. I know when I was downloading music and I wasn't streaming it, if I was just downloading music, I'd always just try and get a 320 MP3 because it's a much smaller file size and it's easier to find. But things like Beatport offer both. You can download the MP3 or the WAV file. WAVs usually cost more, but they sound better. So this is something to consider now. We're saying this, don't be put off by playing 320 MP3s. What I mean by 320 is the kilobytes a second. So this is just the sound quality. It's the highest quality MP3 that you can get. Yep. Um, and that's what you want to be looking out for. And all the paid services will will provide something of that level, um, pretty much. So have you got any instances where you, you know, you've been playing, I don't know, music and thought, this doesn't sound quite right. And can you remember when you even learned about the quality of music? Like, cause I remember it wasn't, it wasn't at the start <laughs> of my career that I learned about no. the quality of music. I was like way into it and I was still working out and, you know, working in clubs before I even realized that there's different qualities that, you know, yeah. that are out there. I mean, yeah, I've, st- I've still got loads of music on my, um, on my laptop that's not, not great quality at all. And yeah, yeah the, the more experience you get and you listen back, you think, wow, I can't believe I used to yeah. play yeah, that yeah. out and it's just kind of loud and harsh and, and yep. clashy. And then you look at the the bit rate or, um, and it's like one, two, eight, um, uh, an MP3. So yeah, I've got loads of, of, of instances like that, but yeah, when you, when you're young and starting out and you don't really think about that too much. Yeah. And then obviously as time's gone on, I've just a lot of the quality's got better and better, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's, it's easy to find good quality things now. You're a Serato DJ user. Yeah. Um, would you ever consider signing up to Tidal or SoundCloud Go and using right, those services? Right now, right now, I don't think so because for me, I mean, streaming, I, I know there's other offline mode, but at the minute, there's not, there's, it's not, the Wi-Fi is not a reliable enough signal in, in yeah. a club if you're, yeah, if, yeah. To, 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 you know, so if someone comes and requests a song. So the, the offline mode, yeah. there isn't offline mode in Tidal. Yeah. So it's got to so, be connected. Yeah. So that's a, a you know. So there you go. So I, I, got I, to be connected. Right now, I, I don't, I can't see me jumping right now because of that whole being online situation if you're in a club you, you know how hard it is to get a signal when it's yeah. full of people never mind at a festival when it's in the middle of nowhere things yeah, like that yeah. so um f- at the, right now at this moment in time perfect for if you're just starting out and you're in your bedroom of course mm-hmm. um you can get any any kind of song you want from the radio you want to mix your favorite tunes things like that absolutely perfect if you've got a decent wi-fi connection in your bedroom yep. um, but in a live environment right now i'd definitely still stick with downloading from DJ pools or some kind of yeah. way to your so, laptop. So you're playing it off your hard drive. I, I'm going to start selling it to you now. A little yeah, bit. go so for it. Go I for was, it. I was hesitant about it. And yeah. I thought, you know what? I'm doing a private wedding. Um, I did this a few months ago and, I th- and this first time I thought, you know what? There's going to be people at that wedding. I don't have a clue who yeah. the people are and what they're going to want to hear. Um, there's going to be a lot of requests and I potentially might not have all those requests. They want to hear everything. (laughs) Everything. So I thought, you know, I'm not, uh, at this point in time, I'm not a full-time working DJ anymore. So I don't have all the latest music like I used to download every week, you know, new music. Um, So I don't have all the latest music. So I signed up for Tidal and I thought I can link it into Serato Mm. and let's just test it. If I get a load of requests, I'll try it out and I tethered it to my phone. So I just had it on, you know, with the the personal hotspot on my phone. Uh, I didn't, you know, I've got my music collection there that I just worked from initially. And then as I started getting requests, I'm going to try this. So I started typing songs in. It's really quick. It loads the song there. If you've got, if you've got connection, obviously you have to have the connection, but I had a connection there. Um, It loads, literally searches through the entire title library songs there, load it into the player. Now you can't play that song or you can see on the waveform, it will, it will load the waveform and you'll see visually how much is loaded. Right. Okay. And, 
you could choose not to play that song until the whole waveform's there. Now, yeah. when the whole waveform's there, yeah. you could turn your Wi-Fi off oh, and right. it will play while it's in the player. Yeah. It will still play. So okay. if you're in the middle of a song, don't worry that, you know, the Wi-Fi is going to cut what, out. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So yeah. Wi-Fi cuts out, but you've already had that song it's loaded. Loaded into it's it. It's there. So okay. you're safe All right. for that particular for that song. Particular song. But yeah. if you load another song and then try to reload it back in and you're not connected, yeah. it's not going to stream it. Right. Um, so that's one thing like just one to kind of clear yeah, up, you know, because yeah. that was one of my doubts is, okay, what if the Wi-Fi what cuts it, out? Halfway and I tested the song. it and I thought, okay, no, this does actually work. So okay. as long as you let it load fully, you're good to go. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. Good start. Um, Recordbox, you're a Recordbox user, Danny, aren't yeah. you? So you yeah. use USB at the moment, but obviously mm -hmm. you use the, you know, controllers in the studio here yeah, at yeah. Crossfader. Now Recordbox have just released the public version of their new so, not their new software, but the new version of, of Recordbox, yeah. And in there, it is now linked with SoundCloud Go Plus, which we mentioned, that $9.99 a month, and also with Beatport Link. Now, this is a new service that mm -hmm. has come out very recently. Um, Beatport is one of the most sort of, what would you say, Danny? Like electronic. The, yeah. Yeah, it's Every, um, everything across electronic music. It's built for with DJs in mind. Yeah, yeah let's definitely, say that. yeah. Um, and it is very electronic-based. Yeah. You can get other genres on, on yeah. there, but... You're not, not going to get the latest really. hip hop and R&B. Yeah, really. really. No, it's much more for dance music. No, there's yeah. no Drake songs on there. <laughs> but, you know, it's a very popular source for a lot of ele yeah. electronic DJs. Um, a little bit more expensive, though. And it is a bit more expensive. And you find stuff on there that you won't find on... Uh, you can't yeah, buy yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, it's exclusive yeah. to Beatport. Yeah. Um, anyway, Beatport Link has come out, which is their streaming version of it, almost. So you pay a subscription, and you can now access Beatport Link in Recordbox, as we stand. And in the We DJ app, which is Pioneer's mobile app. Yep. Um, it's coming to Virtual DJ and it's coming to Den and DJ in the future. Interesting. But as it stands, Beatport Link is with Recordbox. Now, I've got some figures here. So Here we go. So Beatport Link, <laughs> it's $14.99 that's in dollars, I think. $14.99 for the basic plan. So that's like to rival your other streaming platforms yeah. and other services. Yeah. Now, Beatport, remember, it doesn't have everything on there it's quite exclusive Specific. to what it is yep. and when i first tested it with the we dj app i even couldn't find everything that was on the beatport service it's not like it unlocks the whole of beatport ah, for okay. you right. it was if labels decided they wanted, they wanted to, to allow yeah. their yeah. tracks to be streamed so i remember when it first launched this might have you know grown a bit more since then but when it first launched i was looking through beatport and going okay i want to add that to my set I can't even find it on the Beatport link. So that yeah, was a bit, yeah. I was a bit put off by it and I cancelled the subscription not long after. And then I've just looked and um, $39.99 for up to 50 oh. online tracks. It jumps up. Yeah. You suddenly, if you want to take 50 tracks offline so that you yeah. don't have to be connected to the internet to play them, yeah. um, it's $39.99 a month. And just to be clear, being offline doesn't mean that they're on your they're on your hard drive. You own them. You don't own them. Yeah. It's like it's licensed. It's yeah. like if you were to do it with Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah. If you were to take tracks to, for offline play, yeah. you still don't own that track. You yeah. can't like burn it to a CD or yeah. something, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and then fifty nine ninety nine for oh. up to 100 offline tracks. That's not that many tracks really when you think about it. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're, I used to be like a quite a fast mixing DJ. Yeah. When I was like playing all genres, I would yeah. mix quick and 100 songs for that much money is not a lot of songs. No, no. But it shows that the possibilities there to, for offline play. You know, yeah. Beatport are the first pers first people to, to really bring that out, integrated into DJ software. Yeah. And if that's a big sort of game changer for you and you need to have that offline play, then then it is now there, that there is an option there. And hopefully these other services will see that that is a possibility and, and allow that with, with their services and, and, and sort yeah. of... 
Yeah. See it's if they it's can... evolving. Yeah. It's evolving. So, um, just to go through the other ones. So Spotify, that's probably the biggest streaming platform yep. at the moment. Yep. Um, and it only works with Algorithm DJ. Right. Okay. So this is where it's tricky because Algorithm DJ is... It's very popular as an app, as, a, as an app for an iPad and an app for your phone. You know, there's a lot of young kids that are growing up and, and they'll download a DJ app and it's Algorithm DJ. It's the first thing that comes up in the app store and yeah. you download it and that's your first sort of introduction to the world of DJing. Yep. And they can, they've already got Spotify and they just link it through and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Pioneer have just sort of announced that they're teaming up with Algorithm and they've allowed the DJ 400, which is one of the most popular entry-level controllers and that right. now plugs and plays with Algorithm Very DJ, cool. which Very is cool. pretty cool. Very cool. Um, the DJ 200, I think, works with yeah. Algorithm yeah. as well. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So these entry-level things are starting to open up to Algorithm DJ, but up until this point, Algorithm hasn't been really... T- I'm, I'm just going to say, I don't think it's been taken seriously yeah. as, a, as a serious DJ software because it's been very much hidden away in the App Store until this point, until people like Pioneer are turning yeah. around and going, actually, we need a bit of this Spotify action and you've got that link up. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to let our, our, our equipment start working with, with your yeah. platform and I can see a big shift and a lot of DJs, new DJs coming through on Algorithm and Serato yep. um, and Recordbox and other softwares, maybe. Cheap, it's convenient. Yeah. Everything's yep. there. It's amazing. Um, so it's a shame that Spotify does only work with Algorithm at the moment. It'd the be moment. nice to see it in Serato or yeah. Recordbox. Mm. Um, but yeah, Algorithm's got something there. And obviously Spotify, I think, is about nine ninety nine yeah. a month. Yep. Now, currently Apple Music falling behind. Yep. They're not integrated into anything at the moment. Um, I thought when I used to be... And when I used to use Apple Music, it, it was a it was a good service. Yeah, um, it's a very Apple thing to do, though, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, Apple. Yeah. We're, we're going to stay in our own lane. Yeah, they'll probably bring they'll, they'll probably, bring out a controller. They'll, they'll bring out a controller <laughs> and the eye controller. Yeah, Ten thousand yeah. pounds. It wouldn't surprise me. Potentially, yeah. 10, with seven cameras on it. <laughs> so it's a shame because it is one of the most popular streaming platforms. Yeah. And probably a lot of kids out there might be on Apple and then suddenly thinking, "Oh, I want to start DJing." And then yeah. like, "Oh, I haven't really got any options to use this music. Do I need to switch?" Switch platform. So that's something to think about if you're a new DJ and you're on Apple Music. It doesn't currently work. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's partner. something to think about, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but you can load your, your your Apple Music library can be loaded up through the in the through in Serato DJ. Yeah. So in your you know in the tabs where all your crates are, if you've got an, if you've got your iTunes, your iTunes catalog can be played through. Yeah. Through Serato so DJ. Apple Music and iTunes. Yeah. Think of different, them as two separate two things. things. If yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. so so yeah. What I'm, yeah, what I'm saying is, don't yeah. get confused by the two. Yeah, 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 Apple, yeah. You can iTunes if you downloaded and bought the song. You can yeah, play yeah. through Serato DJ, but Apple yeah. Music, the streaming service. No. Yeah. Thank be. you for clearing yeah. that. Up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's a good clarification. Yeah. Um, and then last thing, really, uh, the big big one is that Denon DJ have now just announced that. They had, obviously, a few years ago, they announced these SC5000 Prime players, which were yep. to compete against the CDJ range. Um, and then recently, they released the Denon DJ Prime 4, which is the all-in-one unit mm-hmm. um, that has four channels, and it's, it's all-in-one. You plug a USB in and off you go. Now, they didn't when they announced these products, they didn't tell anyone that actually they'd integrated <laughs> some Wi-Fi. They were Wi-Fi enabled, yeah. and with firmware updates, they could unlock this Wi-Fi capability in them. And then now they've now announced that they're going to be joining a, a whole range of streaming services. Yeah. So this is a big move because yeah. everything we've talked about until this point, we're talking about controllers or plugging laptops into something, mm-hmm. and the streaming providers come through the laptop. Yeah. This is a standalone unit where you turn the unit on and suddenly it connects to your Wi-Fi yeah. and you can 
not at the time of recording. It's still in beta testing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But in the very near future, you'll be able to link up to Tidal, um, SoundCloud Go, the uh, Beatport, Beat yeah. and then Beat Source, which is a new platform that yep. we don't have much information about yet. All we know is that DJ City, the record pool we mentioned, yeah. and um, Beatport, Beatport, which we've been talking about, have come together to create a streaming service for open format DJs, for your resident DJs. If anyone's on DJ City, I'm guessing it's an extension of that. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll go. We'll come across that in a second. But yeah, what what do you think? Like, could you imagine rocking up to some equipment, turning it on, not yeah. putting anything into it, and just going You've log got... in, and then I've accessed all my playlists yeah. that are on my streaming, you know, on my phone. I've set yeah. them up on my phone, and they're all there in some DJ software. You, you, yeah, you you've haven't got had to, to plug like, anything in. You've got to give it to Den, and they were like super ahead of the curve with that. Like that is yeah. so good to be able to do that. Like, but it's... And, and just thinking from a um, from a venue point of view, if you're if you own own a venue, yeah, yep. and you stick one of these in, you know, it's going to be compatible for any DJ, essentially, yeah. because it's, it's it's ready to go no matter who you are, really. So yeah, yeah, um, and you can still plug your USB. Oh in yeah, you go can back still, and forth. Yeah, like, so, um, so imagine rocking up to your yeah. residency and just logging in. Have, you don't having, have to plug in, nothing, you just log in. Not taking anything there, not taking anything to the gig, you just turn yeah. on. Headphones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Type in your password and you're ready to go. Amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. crazy. The one thing cool. as DJs that we've got to be careful about now yeah. is making sure that the general public don't find out about this. <laughs> yeah. So that when you've got Stacey, who's 18th birthday, is coming up to you saying, can you play this song? Yeah. You can't then say, I don't have I it. I don't have it, yeah, yeah. You, you have it. You yeah. have it. <laughs> um, just before we segment off, this beat sauce that we just mentioned with DJ City and Beatport, um, I, I've heard that A Track has just been this, invited this, onto the board yeah. of managers or directors. Be, yeah, sick. I saw something. So about it's, that. it's a big thing that's Everything going on. Everything sounds right. Um, so we might have to reach out to DJ City and get some sort of inside scoop on that, or yeah. find out a bit more about that because I'm really excited to see what they bring to the table. Um, and it just shows. Just be careful thinking. You know, if you're thinking about where am I going to get my music from, um, DJ City, one of the biggest record pools, have probably realised that the way that the DJ industry is going and thought this record pool isn't going to last forever. The way of accessing music isn't going to last forever. So they're thinking ahead and thinking, how can we get in on the streaming um, side of things? Yep. And this is where this has come about. Uh, so just bear that in mind, you know, record pools might not be around forever and streaming mm -hmm. might be the big new thing that we all need to consider. Yeah. So let's hope so. Story time. Right then. Come on then. Do you want to know about the time I was on stage with Jess Glynn. Yep. You were there, I think. Yeah, yeah. You were there. It's Katie's over there. <laughs> um, so we're at um, Tea in the Park, which is one of the biggest kind of festivals, um, well, at the time, was like in the UK. was. The it's not there anymore, which is a shame. Uh, and me and Jamie used to DJ there at one of the tents. Uh, it used to be amazing. It literally about, was about 80,000 people there, and me and Jamie would kind of rotate all through the day playing music. So... Jamie was on DJing and I was with a couple of friends and we, where we, were, we were camping over, over there. So you would stay in tents, um, essentially behind where all the, all the uh, music was, behind all the, all the big stages and things like that. So we had passes to get to a fair few places. Mm. So we're walking through and I'm walking to, to go and take um, on after Jamie's set. And we just hear music coming out of one of the big tents, the King Tut tent. And it was like a new Jess Glynn. So when she had like right here out and my love. And so we were stood there and I could see like into the tent from the backstage part. 
and there was no security there whatsoever. So me and my friends was like, let's just go and see if we can have a walk, have a walk in. So we're walking and walking, we get inside the tent. Next thing I know, I'm like next to the stairs onto the stage and there's like no, but no security around. So me and my friends are like, okay. So we start to walk up the stairs and I'm literally about, I don't know, a yard away from the piano player. <laughs> and he turns while he's like playing piano, looks at me and he's like, like, who are you? <laughs> so that kind of thing. So we're just jamming there. I've got the Snapchat out. I'm like pretending I'm, I'm pretending I'm like, I know Jess Glynn. So we take it even one step further. We come right round the back and then walk kind of round the very front part, you know, where there's a fence between where the yeah, fans yeah, yeah, stand yeah. and then the fence and there's a little area, um, usually the where stage. the photographers are. Yeah. So, and then the stage, we were stood like in the middle of there, me and my three friends. So we're there and then eventually I see some security kind of looking at us and we're like, okay. So the security guy comes over. He's like, oh, who are you? It's like, it's all right, mate. I'm just, I'm just his boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> he was like, all right, okay, no problem. Sorry to bother you, right? <laughs> so we watched the whole, we watched the whole uh, gig for like 25 minutes, right, literally. Like Jess Glynn's like spitting on me pretty much. Well, as she, <laughs> as she sings, that's how close we were. So we walk out. Like, hi, babe. Yeah, well, hi, babe. So, and as we walk out, um, as we walk out, Jess, Jess Glynn finishes, walks off, and then I stop her, and then like the security guy who tried to get me out earlier, he's like, he's like next to me, um, and I ask her for a photo, <laughs> and you see his eyes go, oh, like you're definitely not a boyfriend, are you? <laughs> so I had a photo, and he's like, yeah, mate, can you leave, please? <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back into the discussion. So that was a good serious, story. Back by into the way. some serious stuff. I really enjoyed that story. So yeah, I remember that. Um, anyway, back to equipment. So we're talking about Denon and how it's got this Wi-Fi enabled. So what do you guys think? Next Pioneer product, Pioneer CDJs, the next CDJs. Do you think they're going to integrate streaming? I mean, they have to, right? Surely. Surely. The, you would have thought so. The, 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 the good thing about what they're doing is. It's the, everyone's pushing each other to, to make everything better. Yeah. And you know what it's like when you get a new piece of equipment, you, you just uh, everything seems to be getting better and better and the Prime yeah, yeah, 4 yeah. drops and then the SRT drops. and it's and But then also, but when we're testing them out and testing all these new products, even even though they're the, like the latest product, we as DJs, we all see little things in them that still could be improved. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we've never had a piece of equipment. We're like, wow, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. There's little things like the, maybe the sensitivity on the pads or the yeah. scratch capabilities, or there's always little things that can be improved. Um, so it's only just going to get better and better. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that Denon did what they did, uh, yeah. even just to push the industry forward, like you say. I think it'd be a big oversight if Pioneer don't in, yeah. implement you know, yeah. some, some Wi-Fi enabled streaming partners yeah. you know they've obviously got this beatport link partnership mm -hmm. you know i'm hoping they they and the soundcloud one i'm yeah. hoping they open up to some others as well um danny would you start using a streaming service if you know because you use record box you, um, you're a usb dj you know that goes and plays on usbs in yeah. a club i mean if if it came down to the wi-fi being strong enough in the venue that i was playing at i see no reason why i wouldn't like, would you not see it though that you've already got your music collection and you'd still download music and buy music yeah. but would you see it as like that extra of being okay oh, I, don't, I don't have that song I don't know where it is quickly I can just type it in and find yeah. it on you know I think on a streaming platform for, for things like that 100% like yeah, I wouldn't yeah, think yeah. twice about it but yeah I'd, I'd still be me me and myself I'd, I'd definitely be like yeah I still need to get my music and organize yeah, it and, 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 and listen just a tip like always have a backup anyway yeah like have, have two or three backups you like you never yeah. know I mean I play I play for a laptop now yep. I've got three 
USBs. I've even got some CD mixes because you, sometimes nice. you turn up and the CDs are, CDJs are that old that they don't have USB ports. Yeah. So just have backups on backups anyway just to carry around with you because you never know what you're going to yeah. turn up to sometimes. I mean, that leads us on as well. So imagine you are using a streaming service. This happened uh, a year or two ago and this was probably where this company were a bit ahead of the curve and it was just a bit too early technology for, for, for and it, you know, the DJ industry wasn't ready, but Pulse Locker, does anyone remember Pulse yeah, Locker? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and that, Is that, that was, anymore? That, no, no. No, so, no, it folded, yeah. Basically, there's more to it than that, but Pulse Locker w- was integrated into Serato DJ and it was the first go at streaming within a DJ software and it, it worked, it yeah. was, it was how it was, but not enough people jumped on the company and it was a, it was a small company. Right. Um, that had good technology, basically, but the company couldn't keep afloat. Yeah. And actually, Beatport bought Pulse Locker. So uh, what we know now is Beatport Link is probably is, okay. Pulse Locker, yeah. and their okay. technology that's been brought through, yep. and the company's coming together or whatever. Um, I don't know the, the full inside scoop, but yeah, that's where Beatport Link has come from, is they actually bought Pulse Locker and yeah. the rights nice. to it. So nice. yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we were at with uh, yeah. <laughs> streaming. I'm excited. I think. I think you have actually sold it to me. I was I, think, I, I was yeah. I was totally against it, but you make a good point. I'm I'm back and forth with it. It yeah. works well for me at the moment. I think any wedding DJ, any corporate DJ or events DJ, it's great for yeah. because yeah. you can, you know, as long as you know you can tether it to your phone or you know, you go into venues, like wedding venues, a lot of them will have a Wi Fi connection. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um you can rely on it then to to quite an extent. And, um and if you're just starting out and you're in your bedroom, then it's perfect. Don't don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, that's not um, a problem for you. That's not a problem for you. What happens though, like Pulse Locker, that, that company went down and everyone that was a part of that service yeah. lost everything that they had. Yeah. All the all the like playlists that they had, right. all the preparation, all the cue points, everything, it all just went. So some people lost like their whole music collection that yeah. relied on that service from the start. Right. So again, talking about backups, even yeah. if you rely on Spotify, for example, it doesn't mean that, you know, Spotify obviously licensed to algorithm and suddenly in a year or two's time, yeah. Spotify could turn around and go, we've got a better deal with someone else and yep. uh, we're going to stop this license agreement. So then suddenly you're an algorithm DJ and you've got all your music in Spotify and two years later, you're like, whoa, it's just my, nope. my subscription's been cancelled and taken away and now I don't have access to any of my music. So definitely, like Lauren back said, back up everything. Back up yep. Do it everything. now. Do it now. Okay, <laughs> let's add in that. Tune of the week. Okay, so tune of the week. What, yeah. What's everyone listening to uh, this week? I always like to do a UK one. Yeah, yeah, of I course. I did, Skrillex, I did do Skrillex last week, but yeah. that's just because it was so good. Uh, this week is a tune called Both by a guy called Heady One, who is a UK rap artist, kind of drill, grime, rap, and it samples um, an anthem, an anthem, Ultranate Free. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's a banger. Heady One, Both. Um, if you like your UK rap grime um, drill, um, yeah, listen to that. It's a tune. Okay. So great, great sample. Mine, like I said, because I, I'm, I, it's just the music I listen to at home now. Yep. Um, I'm not downloading as much DJ music anymore, but new one from Francis and the Lights, Bon Iver and Kanye West. It's easy. called Take Me to the Light. <laughs> this guy, biggest easy, easy. fan. Yeah. <laughs> I should have worn my Yeezys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Take Me to the Light, Francis and the Lights, Bon Iver, Kanye West. Check it. Um, mine is, it's not a new track, but it's by Tommy Trash and a guy called I.O., which is, who is signed to Mousetrap. Yeah. Uh, the song's called Let Me Go. Um, it's kind of just like a, kind of reminds me of that old Dead Mouse sound. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Check it out. Nice. 
And that's bringing us towards the end of today's podcast. I yeah. want to say thank you to everyone that's listened or watched on YouTube. Remember, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, then to leave a review or a star rating, it really helps. And to follow on Spotify or just give us a thumbs up and a subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. We'd love to know in the comments as well below, you know, what, what are you using to download your music? Are you using record pools? Are you using a combination? Are you, have you just Are you just solely using a streaming service? Are you excited by the future of the DJ industry and how streaming's being integrated. We want to know what you think in the comments as well. Or, you know, if, if you're listening on podcasts, jump over to YouTube and drop a comment when you get a chance. That'd be great. Yep. And as always, make sure to check out the website, wearecrossfader.co.uk for loads of tips and tutorials and tricks. And you can sign up there as well and get involved in the forum and chat to other DJs from around the world and to ourselves as well. So thanks again for listening. Thank you. Make sure to subscribe and yeah. We'll see you all next week. See you later. See you.